I'm Matt, and we are down to get you. What's up? What's up? Or are they down to get us? Who knows? Welcome back to Top 5 Guys. Gang, gang. We're we back in the building. Back in the building. Back, you know, sifting around in the building. Even though it's springtime, and we're just staring outside. Yeah, we hear birds. I'm at Matt's house right now, and it, it's... Uh, Matt was by Uptown, so it's it's more euphoric, more youthful. And I just love being around here in Minnesota. We're, we, you know, it's, it's coming. We don't have spring. We have, like... Pseudo winter, I think it was the third winter. Yeah, yeah, third or fourth. Okay, the last winter. This is the last one. This, right? Yeah, this fake, this fake spring. Third, yeah, then first, second winter, and then yeah, it just it evolves. Okay, so yeah. we're on the last winter now. I think so. Yes, I think it's the last winter. Yeah, usually late April's last winter. So, um, we're coming. And uh, you know, being out in nature is actually pretty beautiful. You know, what I'm saying it's a beautiful thing, except for those birds. The birds do kind of suck. It's five a.m. birds. You can't sleep at your window. But anyways, I love I love I love hearing birds when I wake up. Yeah, Dude, at 5 a.m., they're like, it's kind of annoying. Like, they're a little aggressive, and don't you think? Like, it's like an aggressive way to start your day. Well, I, still, I stayed up late last night, so they helped me with my list. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right, gang, gang, let's let's get back on track here, Yanni. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're back recording in my place, so that means, of course, I am high. Um, and, and I'm very distracted. That's why I started off like this. <laughs> but we're going to be ranking the biggest sellouts. Yes, top five sellouts of all time. So, how do you even the fucking define a sellout? What is a sellout? What does a sellout mean to you, Yanni? A sellout means that you have deviated. From your strongly held principles for some money, <laughs> for some bands, for some gains, for some other things. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, actually, this list is actually tough. Um, I'm sure as you listen, you try to think of it. It's actually kind of a tough thing to come up with because when you say sellout, usually it's like almost not a term of endearment. Don't get me wrong. But yes. you, 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 you admired some aspect of them before, and then they, they just... You know, you know, it's twisted you. Just like, damn, bro, you kind yeah, of yeah. It's just like, it's like you were solid, and now you're not. Now yeah. you're kind of well, fluid's not a bad word. Now you now you're rich. <laughs> now you're rich and unsolid. Yes, exactly. Now you got some money. Okay, that's pretty much. What or you're richer. And, and you're unsolid. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. So yes. it's it's actually pretty. You know, it's it's not a good thing. You know, but we'll we'll work make it yes. work. Okay. So any honorable mentions? Um. Uh, you know what? I'll talk to you about why I don't have any, but some that I did think about. Okay, let's hear them. Um, originally, I wanted to put um, Usher on the list. Ooh, wow. No, no, not to come at Usher. That's just going to have to revoke it. You got to Yeah, but obviously, initially, I thought about it because Usher got a taste of what that Euro dance, that house music can do for you. And how, okay. This would sound very rude, but how it how it is possibly easier for him to make music this way with less effort. When you say Euro dance, what do you mean? That that fully but definitely pop music like, like the, not, the, it was definitely like pop pop like pop Euro dance electronic music. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. he was in that vein. And he got a taste of it with the yeah and the yeah remixes thereafter. He's getting royalties from. Like damn, mm. this shit is popping. This shit is juking. Then his next album, that's where he put. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, it's more dance-ish, precisely. It's more dance-ish. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I reading about the album and that process. He went to uh, a few music festivals in Ibiza, different places where that music is popular. At he, he was he going liked- to non-hip hop R and B festivals right. and 
and gleaning different worldly music experiences. And that's how he came to that conclusion. So, so it was more him. Sounds like I'm evolving as an artist. Evolving as an that, artist or as a yeah. selling out. It, that's more, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I was just like, I can't take him to task for that. And also, he didn't need to do that because he was Usher. Like, you know, he already had a bag. He's going to continue to have a bag because he's Usher Raymond. Right, right. I mean, early Usher is definitely different than later Usher. Yes. Uh, later, it's, 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 it kind of changed how you view him. Like, he probably, if you would have stayed in that lane, just remain in R&B, even though R&B has, of course, the either change, evolve, whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? He could have been the greatest all-time. He might be greatest all-time. All-time. Might be, but I don't know. He just makes different music. Anyways. Yeah, you know, so that's, that's why, I, you know, kind of just backed off on that. I, was like, I didn't want to take Usher to task. Cause so, he, does he make more money? That's the quote that comes out. Did he make more what's money? What's funny is, um, he actually didn't. Yeah, so, so, maybe, I so I couldn't even take it. I couldn't even take him to test. I feel like he would. I feel like he made more money than he would have, because obviously he was being um, phased out as a top R and B guy. Because you know, like you know, it's like Usher had his time. Like right. he had his time. No, he was a guy. He, he was due. He was due to to be put out to pasture yeah. as far as R and B confessions of before. Yes. So, so he though he was revitalizing his career. So I feel like he still made more money than he would have if he just stayed in traditional R and B at that point in his career. Because he's like you know. Right. He put he, up the pasture and the goat. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So it sounds just like a bad business move, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Who knows? And then uh, second one was ASAP Rocky, but that's just me trying to take him to task because ASAP Rocky. Let's hear this. That's me. Just that's just me. Just wanting to take him to task because he's the person who managed to bag Rihanna. Mm. Yeah, and procreate with her. Yeah, he's a lucky guy. Like yeah. you know, and that's the thing is, is like like you know, Rihanna's obviously so beautiful and and so attractive that like you know, I'm not like like I'm not uh, uh, like. Obviously, my fanatic over Rihanna, but it's like, damn, you pick ASAP. It's right. like I'm nosy. Like, oh damn, you pick ASAP. Like, damn, and that's that's obviously the kind of vibe that's around it. But it's obviously very playful. And I don't really care. But also, it's also brought up his comments about Ferguson back in like 2015. Was it? Mm. Yeah, he made comments about Ferguson. He's like, he's like, you know, I don't give a fuck about Ferguson. And, and paraphrasing, wait, wait, Ferguson, all uh, oh, the the riots. The yeah, okay, okay. Like, you know, I live in Soho. I fuck fashion bitches. And I make money Just and disconnected Just disconnected Just super disconnected yeah. Super disconnected Soundbite Now Looking back on it In 2020 He walked back those comments He was just saying Basically I'm not on the ground floor of it So it looks really Really disingenuous For me to have comments On these things Which is fair Which is very but fair Yeah just Delivery was Awful <laughs> So I was like You know what I understand what he's trying to say it's just that obviously somebody got a soundbite from him and right. he was stupid enough to give it to them at that time. We're all stupid at times. So I walked back those comments either and I didn't want to put him on the list for that. Mm, mm. So yeah. Those are my those are my almost almost honorable mentions. I don't have any honorable oh, that's mentions. That's actually a pretty good one. I didn't consider either of them. But those are good ones. Yeah. Um, on my honorable mention lists, we have Snoop Dogg. The Snoop wow. D-O-G. You know, it's 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 Uncle? not for it's not for selling out. Uncle? Yeah, okay. Let me I'm gonna say this over and over again, but when we do this episode, a lot of this is literally just terms of a deal. Like I love you, but like you sold out. I don't think he sold out. That's why he's on honorable mentions. Okay, this is very okay. soft honorable mentions. This is no, just, no, but you, but you, I, I, I can actually look back. Snoop Dogg, could, Snoop Dogg made his rounds. He he's, he went for the bag. He, he, he was the, 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 the he was collecting the bag. He was he's, he's coming through. Right? He was he's collecting the bag. You're right. But like Snoop Dogg is probably the most lovable person in America. Yes, what, like he's easily. So we can't be mad at him <laughs> grabbing a bag. Exactly, but he, you know Martha Stewart, Katy Perry, like it's a little different from. Martha Stewart. Steel, Perry. The crib. You know what I'm saying? Like this motherfucker's a crib. Yeah. Big homie. Big homie. Like, Snoop, actually you know a Long Beach crib. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, for yeah. real. But I mean, I'm not I'm not hating on Soup Dog. I love no. Soup Dog. Everyone loves Soup Dogs. That's what I said. Term of endearment, not really selling now. I don't, I'm not offended, but yeah. what do you think? Make your money. Make yeah. your rounds. And that's another thing. I think I think I think another thing too, I think there is a 
a clause in hip hop. I want to bring this up. Mm. In gangster rap, you can sell out because you're not supposed to even be there. Like your 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 music is perpetuating violence that can be acted on you at any point in time. Right. So you getting a bag to secure the family, we are always going to champion that, and we have no problems with that. Outside of you, outside of you filing street code. Right, right. Disrespect, disrespecting your own integrity or, or yes. going against who you are, your morals, your values. Yes, yes. That's like interesting thing about this list is that when you talk about sellouts, for me, the first thing that came is okay, musicians and stuff like that, because that's kind of the term yes. originated from. Like these guys are sellouts. You know, like yeah. they sold out for the man, bro. Whatever the fuck we're yeah. talking about in the 1990s, right? <laughs> the um, man, big brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sound yeah. like Hulk Hogan, actually. But like the, the truest sellouts, they are musicians. So that's just one thing I'm gonna pay. Like I'm gonna. You know, it's funny. I only got one. I got. I'm not lying. I got two. I got two musicians on my list. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The biggest sellers are musicians. Like these are just people yes. trying to like their goal is to create music and f- for entertainment, for money, for status, whatever the goal is. Yes. And they did that. If you you know if you're making the bag, make your bag. But as I say that, I'm gonna continue on my list. I'm honorable mention is Wiz Khalifa. Um, Wait, so honorable very mentions? Soft, very soft honorable mention. Just kind of okay, just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just throw it out there. It's just I, I guess for me, anytime Wiz Khalifa is not making a song about weed, I just find it disingenuous. Cause I know that's all he thinks about. Goddamn! I'm like, you know, the whole the was whole. Was it the Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious. Damn, the Fast and that's Furious. what did it. Yeah, that yeah. got him a bag though. <laughs> that got him a heavy bag. It did. It did. Yeah, it was like the number one replayed song like it was ever, wasn't for it? For like, a minute, on YouTube or some shit like that. Wiz became a whole MMA fighter off that bag. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously I'm making he's, jokes he's here, he's, he's but basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Wiz was good. He was great before that, but that Fast and Furious song. And mind you, one thing about Wiz is that as an independent artist or somebody who's like had a grassroots growing group, you know his paper's right. You yeah. know that obviously he's getting most of his royalties not being fucked in the 360 oh, he deal. Be. He might be, let's be real. He 360 deal? Uh, 360 deal? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Wiz was like, his, his, whole, his whole sound was indie. So he was always in that. He was, his 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 his, produ- his um distribution has always been pretty small. So he's getting a bigger percentage. So now obviously I'm a big homie Wiz now. And him doing Fast and Furious. Does he even make music anymore? Is he even a, like, I told you he's an MMA fighter. Really? <laughs> I'm just joking. But honestly, like, he's training in MMA. He's training just Muay Thai and shit like that. Oh, interesting. That's how it's been. Like, it's, mean, yeah, it's he's yeah. chilling. And yes, Matthew's right. That was a cash grab. I also but think, man, it was good. I, I also think Black and Yellow was a cash grab. Steelers, it was a bit of a cash grab. Like, Black and Yellow was... What the fuck are we talking about? Well, I guess we was talking about a car. Well, he, I mean, yeah. he's from Pittsburgh. I mean, Black and... He can do that. He, he can do that. You're right. You're right. He's You're from right. Pittsburgh. I guess maybe I just heard he went pop. Like, again, I love Wiz. He just went pop. Just got, he just changed his music, changed up his style. It changed a little Quick bit. Quick sidebar. You know? What's... Name one artist that you feel like... That you feel um, almost possessive over and, and their rise to prominence. What do you mean? Like, 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 you know, when they get big, it's like, damn, like, I was on them before y'all was really on them. Uh, Quickly name it. Big Sean. Big okay. Sean. And then, it, like, as he got put on, it's like, oh, kind of. Wale. Hurt. Wale. That was me. Wale's on my honorable mention. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. What? Is he on your list? No. Really? What? Yeah. Crazy. You don't think you don't think he switched up a little bit? You don't think Wale switched up from uh, oh, yeah, Go Go from attention deficit? Yeah, he to, did. Yeah, that he song talked about, about that. He talked about. Yeah, he talked about. Did that. he actually talk about that in his yeah. music recently? He said he said that was a bad move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was in. He, 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 he got that. signed with uh, what Maybback music, and, and yeah. he switched up instantly. But I mean, yeah. I mean, back in the day, Wale was a different cat. Wale was different always, man. Nike boots, Wale dance. Mm. 
He was he had a yeah it was called Go Go Flow or something like that yeah Go Go music whatever it was DMV man it has like a Caribbean sound but it was also like fast but he had his own sound he literally had his own sound. Wale's sound was like, when people say that sounds unique. It's like oh, I heard something like that. You when you first heard Wale, you didn't hear nothing like that ever mm-hmm. before. Exactly, exactly. It, it sounded like people, you know, and those people who bang on little buckets outside of fucking uh, Target Center or, or like uh, sporting it venues. Spit, yeah, like that. Those are drums. It sounded sound like authentic. It sounded. That's like what I'm real. saying. It, 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 it sounded. It sounded like something that it, it sounded like. It sounded like something like this sounds super bad to say. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to make it a. Uh, accessible vehicle for everybody listening. It sounded like like the Roots and um, mm. Jurassic Five's hip younger brother who fucks bitches. <laughs> That's what Wale sounds like. Yep, yep. And they sounded Maybach music and just kind of changed just, it up. Yeah, and then yeah. Maybach was in it. Like, I guess he felt like because I don't, I don't feel like Ross Ross doesn't strike me as the kind of person that's like you got to do this. It's more like. I signed you. I just want my percentage because I own your contract. Right, right. I'm gonna let you do what you want to do. I feel like he felt like in those circles with with with, with Meek. Meek Mill, it's right. like I gotta move like this. A certain and way. I, and, I gotta and, have that provider of the certain traditional yeah, hip hops. You know, precisely. Yeah. And not, not not obviously not giving respect to how you got there. So obviously, the more about nothing, out about nothing, Wale that we love. Um, he kind of took a back seat until he's like oh damn I'm losing my grassroots and the vein, the lane I'm trying to move into really doesn't fuck with me like that they like me but they really don't rock with me like that more than my grassroots did so he came back right right so yeah but you're right yeah um, next up from I will mention B.O.B. He's kind of one of those other people I just liked and then he kind Damn. of switched it up but I mean he, he had that song of like uh, I don't know when he's playing his guitar you know what I'm talking about yeah which, which song was dun, it dun, 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 dun. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not collecting that one. That I used to, fuck, I don't know the song. Yeah, am I listening? You know this damn song. You know that song. You know that song. You know of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with that song? It was like a shooting star. Oh, shooting star. I really wish right now. Just he just went pop. He just went pop. That's it. Yeah. Pop. I don't people, like people go pop. Come on, like people before. go pop. People have to go pop yeah, to get a bag. Yeah, yeah, but you know, he, I don't think he like when you go pop. Sometimes you just never get back to the bag. Who, you never get back to your, like you said. That's just that's something you don't. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes you just lose them. So but who? Oh my god, I don't want to even ask this question. Let's do it. Do it. Who was the last rapper to go pop and really make a bag? To not go pop and really to make a bag. To not go pop and really make a bag. It's probably gonna say Cole or probably. It's Kendrick. your boy. It's your boy. T uh, NBA young boy, you're 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 your ride or die. Oh, yeah, you're you're yeah. you're, you're, you're Messiah. That's true. Yeah, definitely him. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, like I don't even like. See no, it. you know, up. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I was gonna say J Cole and Kendrick. Cause I mean, well, J Cole did have workout for me, right? Born Center was a little popish. Huh? Born Center was a little yeah. popish, oh, and, and then he kind of resorted. Really? Oh, for him, for for J Cole standards, it was definitely popish. Without, I was a gonna doubt. say workout for me. Yeah, that, wait, 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 that was on workout for me. That was before. Which one was that on Friday? No, that was on Friday. Uh, Yes, was it not, it's not Friday night. That was uh, the warm up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't know. I can't I keep jacking at this point. But, yeah, but uh, think did Kendrick do a pop song? I know he did. He got a pop bag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're so yeah. talented, but yeah, yeah it's a, it just feels different. Somebody's gonna though. throw your pop bag. It feels yeah. different because they're still remain authentic, and it feels like they're not this take this. Like they're not doing themselves a disservice and not being disingenuous to themselves. Right? Yes. Like they're being genuine to themselves and to the craft the entire time. Where other artists that we're just naming off, it feels like you could see the switch up. You yeah, know it's, sw- it's yeah. And I, man, my list definitely has. I mentioned two musicians, but I only talk about one of them musically. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. It's gotta be Kanye. I'm just, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You probably have Kanye on your list. 
Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I do know. I do, I know. But go ahead. Next up on my honorable mentions, Eddie Murphy. Nah, eh, maybe. No, who cares? Let's move no, on. No, no, I get you right. It, it, he was. I mean, it, damn, just a lot of child, children movies. Just that's what I'm children saying. movie. If, if this is if, if this is the viewpoint of Matt, people gonna get a grab a bag, man. <laughs> Come on, man, don't don't do this. Because if this is the case, I know how your list is look. I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna take a few people to task. Then you yeah. get big enough to be cap. You so you can catch the bag, man. You're right. Yes, was Doctor Doolittle was Doctor Doolittle a a, a, a cash grab? 100%. The second one, yes, it was a huge. He had one. a couple of them. He had a couple cash grabs. Uh, the Haunted Mansion joints. Yeah, yeah. All the kid movies. He had like a ten-year run of just. He did. Yeah. He did. Well, and you know what? So yeah, not a bad thing. Yeah. It's a soft honorable mention, man. I'm not gonna let. Yeah, soft. yeah. You're right. I like it. Soft honorable mention. Okay. Yes, you're right. I'm gonna stop. You're right. Go ahead. I'm not, I'm not even gonna say this one because now I feel. Because, say, because, say because you're, you're right that he just wanted to get the bag. It was Aaron Foster. Aaron Foster had a podcast. I like this shit. I was a fan of this podcast. Are you taking Aaron Foster to task? Yes. He's a running back. What do you, 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 what do you want him to do? That man, that man has a shelf life of milk. What do you want that man to do, Matt? Hey man, that man has podcast. to retire, and he just sold. He just sold Matt, to different companies. Like you can't listen to my podcast only on this. Oh, thing. okay. He had a good, you know, he was. It was a great podcast. He's actually a pretty smart dude. You know, not as smart as you think he is. Neither am I. So that's probably why I like him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good podcast. But then he just kind of closed it off and said, "No, you have to pay this. It's probably like I don't know, twelve dollars a month." Twelve thousand. Yeah, Aaron Foster. Yeah, come on. Yeah, bro. just for your podcast, bro. And bro, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. All right. Um, last but not least, uh, you know, this is another soft one. Ah, fuck it. Actually, no, let it up, man. Pitbull. Damn, did he? Well, yeah. Pitbull definitely. He, sold. St- he started, and then he kind of. He, he, he thought it was a little dumb. Yeah, he kind of little danced, He definitely, de- definitely danced in that whole like Dude, that whole usher thing. But yes, but his precisely. is more advanced. It's like, see, like it was more, super advanced, more mature, not mature, but it's like he's done it for a longer time. Yes, you know he saying? was he's, really good into it. He's actually been have more popular songs. I feel like than uh, usher in that particular category. You're very right about that. But he started off with Lil John and Lisa. Well, he started off in the hood and like like he started off with the long tee, the you know long white tee. I'm saying because he's like, you know what I'm saying? Cuban, right? I don't know. From Miami, who knows? But I definitely know he's from Miami. I definitely know he's from Miami. I definitely know he's not American. Yeah, he definitely knows from Aladdin, uh, from Hispanic country. And he was I like want to say Gangan, Cuban, but now he's like Jason Derulo. So it's yeah. just it's not, he just he went out to the bag. I mean, yeah. is that music evolution? I don't know. For him, it just didn't seem like musical evolution. It seemed more like a bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, I mean you're right. Exactly. It's a bag. Yeah, but bag's a bag, man. Bag's a bag. You you ready to go to the top five? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Number five. <sighs> My number five. The Black Eyed Peas. Okay, Black yeah, Eyed Peas. We're going to okay. take them to task okay. today. Okay. We're taking them to task today. Number five, let's hear it. So, the Black Eyed Peas. Now, do you know about the Black Eyed Peas, Matt? A little bit, yeah. They were on the. They had one song that was on the radio for like two straight years, and it was it was incredibly annoying. Where's the boom, boom, boom. The... That song was on for oh. two straight years. Oh, yeah, boom, and I, boom, boom, yeah. And I was just like, why? What's, why? Okay. We can let it go. But, right. you know, that's them. So, um, before Boom, 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 um, the Black Eyed Peas was only a three-person group. This had Will I Am. Apple the app, and um, damn, I always forget the other guy's name. Is it? Is it it's, 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 well, I am. Let's just call it. Let's be. Let's, it's just Will I am. Let's be real. It's, fuck it's, the, it's, fuck it's Will I am two. and the other two niggas. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's okay. <laughs> this is real radio. Okay, yeah. y'all already know it's Will I am and other two niggas. That's that's not white, but they're not black. Right. They just or they, like yeah. like or maybe like I don't know. They they, they know they are. We know they are. Yes, they're them. They there to pick up a bag. Cool. <laughs> now they had two albums, right? Um, you know, they were trying to build a sound. They were very like, they were in. They're very much in that um, 
Roots, Slum Village, Jurassic Five kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Like 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 Black Thought, like Most like, Death. Yeah, like, like like Black Thought, like Black Star, Jurassic Five, uh, Slum Village, like like kind of like conscious music, socially conscious music, like that, right? I see. I can see them. Doing yeah. yeah, yeah. They had the song with, Lon- with Lauren Hill. I'm, th- I'm getting to mix up the Fuji's. Fuji's dead. Definitely yeah, so, yeah, bad idea. Yeah. No, no, no. So that, 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 that's, no, that's the same vein. I know that's good. That's the same brain train. Dude, those were two albums. It really didn't pop. They weren't bad. They were just like like an indie band. Then the label's like, man, shit, keeping it a buck with y'all. Y'all niggas suck. <laughs> yeah, y'all niggas, y'all niggas, y'all niggas need to make some shit shake. Y'all need to make some shit shake. Y'all need to do something different. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, all right, well, shit. Then basically they got a a blonde bombshell front woman to sing. And Fergie. Mm, how do you think? do think about Fergie's face? Okay, that, that, that's a sexualizer from the jump. The first mention of her boy. What do you think about her face? It's a weird face. Man. It's a it's a particular face. She's not ugly, but she's not like she has a stretched out face. Her face looks stretched out. Like stretched out face. Like, it looks like someone like 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 it's like pressed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I get what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Not to be those guys, a sexualizer, but you know. Yeah. It happens. Well, we're not sexualizing her, obviously. We're just talking about her face. <laughs> But um, yes, at that point in time, in two thousand and in two thousand and in two thousand and what three, or a little bit before that, Fergie was attractive, a very beautiful yeah. lady, blonde, obviously white lady. Is she white? She seems kind of Hispanicish. Man. No, I know she just appropriates the Hispanic culture, like oh. Gwen Stefani. Oh. For the bag. For the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar. Yes. So yes. <laughs> Fergie is um, a white woman, but um, with that being said, she was she meshed great with this group. They came out with Ella Funk. What? That's the name of their album, the third studio oh. album. They needed this joint. That shit went on to go certified double platinum and end up selling nine million records. So was, was it Fergie? Was it was it Fergie? It was, was Fergie it yeah. and them deviating from that and and making more catchy choruses and poppy sounds. Mm. And instead of like, like perfect example, right? The most known songs on this album are this. I'm gonna read them off. Let's get retarded in here. And obviously, obviously the obviously the appropriate version was "Let's get it started." Then there's "Hey Mama," um, "Hey Mama." Oh, how do I forget how it goes? "Hey Mama," I forgot how it goes. But basically, you know that song. And then there is "Where's the Love" with Justin Timberlake. Where is the, the yeah, love? That was a, where yeah. is the love? I think that was my first poem of spotlight where? for me when they when they had that yes. song. Yes, yeah. that was a song that they smashed. And then by that time, um, how things went, basically they're like, we went from our label about to drop us to we're getting we had a huge tour from off of "Where's the Love," right. double platinum. You know, we can still be woke, but we gotta see about got, these bags. Right, exactly. We see with this money light, we see this caviar, motherfucker. So, you this know, motherfuckers no, not eating no catfish no more, anymore. Right, exactly. No more chilling circuits, so shit's shaking. So, after that, they followed up with Monkey Business, and we get hits like Don't Funk With My Heart and My Humps, My that, Lovely that Lady Lumps. Check it out. Um, mind you, what it was, it was grassroots, um, Black Eyed Peas fans. We're taking them to task as they're getting bigger because they're obviously having a very poppy sound. Right. But while this is going on, they, are, they I mean, it's like night and day. They have two, both of their albums, 
after Ella Funk and then Monkey Business are number one on R&B hip hop albums number two on US Billboard 200 yeah. number one on, uh, on the UK R&B albums um, their their certifications read as this three times platinum in America three times platinum in the UK two times platinum in Europe so it worked so it worked <laughs> and they never turned their back on it yeah yeah they just been doing it but if you listen to their initial sound it is night and day yeah, I, I definitely hear you. And they were just—they were kind of annoyingly poppy. Like you know, they're, they're just really heavy leaning to the pop. They're yeah, I mean, I mean, like, like, it's literally like they, I, I, what, I, what I imagine happened. I was reading this and reading about it and, and um, studying it was um, they. It's like they got a check and said, uh, "I think I put too much zeros on here." I was like, "Oh no, that's your check." I was like, "Oh, this is our check." No, so oh, this is what we okay. gotta do. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Bad. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Um, and they just—I feel like once they did that, I feel like they threw away all those little like. Cool, um, um, cabbie hats and the hippie clothes, like, 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 like the black conscious uh, clothing they used to wear, and they switched that shit in for like Daft Punk wardrobes, and they have not switched back since. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, that's a solid pick, that's solid, pick. yeah. So, I mean, I'm not taking them to task. But it I mean, but like, yeah, they made the list. You call them, you literally call them something. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm taking the test. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. You listen to YouTube. I don't even know so many songs, and shit, it wasn't really that good. Nah, yeah, but, but they're, um, they're but, pop. But, yeah, they but just, they just pop. I mean, it, it's the night and day. And when you go from conscious to pop, that's a big. You know what you're doing. It's, it, you know it, 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 it's saying, exactly. Shit. You're intentionally dumbing that shit down. That's what I'm saying. Like you go from like saying if you're going from like gangster rap to pop, it's like okay, we all went to the candy shop, Fifty Cent. That's a good ass song. I respect that. You're a gangster. You got shot nine times. God damn it, you deserve a pop bag. You even being here, when you go from conscious, like to that side, all the way to the other extreme part of the the, the gradient scale to go to pop, bubblegum pop, yeah, it's soccer it's, mom pop, soccer mom and Edina pop, you, yeah man, yeah you yeah Edina. you signed off with the devil and I understand it, but the bag was big, the bag was big, so there's that. They're not complaining. They're not, They're not complaining. complaining. Yeah, I, I guess. We should create like a scale to say how much we blame them for doing this. Like because at, at this point, I don't think we. I can't if, blame. If money's the motivation, then um, I'm only gonna be able to take um, my number three on up to task. Okay. Okay. Really. Here's here's someone who um, he was really high on my list, but then I, I actually listened to him more this week, and then he he drops significantly lower. Tupac. Oh wow. Tupac Shakur for biggest sellout. See for me. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, I think it was just. What made him a sellout? Of course, he got more, more popular, more. He's a legend. He's yes. Tupac is Tupac, but he had, like when he first came out. He was on this conscious, different level, like like digital underground. He was a, a shock G in them. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. When he first started out. Yeah. Right, right, right. He was more, more conscious, more woke. He had, yes. he had a, like Brenda's got a baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just keep your head up, shit like that. Right. Songs that that maybe yeah. your head up was a little later. Oh, no. Um. But I know what you mean. His, his mom, like, is a Phoenix Shakur. I think she was a Black Panther. So, I mean, like, you know. Right, right, makes right. Sense. Well, what I'm trying to say essentially is that he got people on the side. Like, he, he had this conscious shit. He was spinning positivity. And then he took a left turn, met with Shook Knight, and then gang, gang, gang. gang no, like, yes. I mean, Matt is definitely right. It was, like, yeah, it, it definitely ramped up. But the reason why I fell down on the list, I feel like a lot of that was probably not in his control. A lot of it was media, media probably stir yeah, fire. Yes. But he also was 25 when he died. That's, that's kind of crazy to think of for me to judge someone. You're absolutely right. I think that does get lost in it because it's like 25 it's like you know with no direct contact to this person it's like if niggas talking to my name then obviously I'm gonna address it and right it's right like, you know just being young yes. especially being hanging around Suge Knight hanging around a bunch of bloods people, he's still impressionable he, he, he's still impressionable he thinks he's tough now like like you know what I'm saying he, yeah. he was an art kid right he used to be an art kid yes. know, doing shit with Jada Pinkett Smith Precisely. and shit like that You're and right. now he's, he's, he's hanging out with these niggas and you know, you know he's trying to hit him up 
But um, unfortunately, right. that, that was a crazy time. Imagine, imagine if Kendrick Lamar just got murdered. You know, it was in a beef with like Jake or whoever. You know what I'm saying? The two biggest names beefing and resulting One in murder. Of dying, yeah. Like it was Shook Knight wouldn't do it. It wasn't Biggie, but it was just the kind of crazy culture or difference that shit is. It's, yeah, it's, 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 they both end up dying. It's like damn. Yeah, like that shit was wild. But uh, you know, I don't blame Tupac too much. Um, too, I mean, I listened to him this week, man. He was actually really good. I think the older I get, the more I appreciate his music for sure. Um, he was definitely talented, yeah. without a doubt. Um, for his time. Yeah, it was just bitch, it was a switch up. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't do it for money. Maybe I mean, is that possible? Part of the reason why he did it? It could have been a byproduct because that the, it was a it it it, it gangster did sell more. After hit me up. After hit me up, it kind of changed the game. Like it made, you know, what I'm saying there was an intensity behind. Like there was this. a yeah, there's definitely an energy shift. Right, right. I mean, I hit was, me up still has a lot of venom to it. You listen to it now. Right, shit. Yeah, he was passionate. He was, he wasn't kidding around. <laughs> He's not kidding <laughs> he, around. Yeah, he, he meant what he said. And, yeah, uh, he said it twice. But uh, yeah, man, it's just it definitely was probably because of the bank because they got they got paid off the NWA shit. They got everyone's following kind of that blueprint, that blueprint of gangster rap. That shit yeah. was selling. That's what it was selling. So I don't know. I don't know if it was for money. I don't know what the motivation was behind of his switch up. It could be for money, spite. He really thought Biggie, you know, has something to do with his shooting. You know, yeah. who knows? But uh, yeah, he's number five on my list for sellouts. Even though, again, a little, a little soft one there. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna take you to task on that. I mean, yes, in a sense, he did kind of sell out. Um, do I feel it was intentional? I mean, he's conscious of. It. He's too. He was too smart before it to be not be conscious of it. Right. So yes, it was a sellout. Yeah. Number four is not a bad spot. Yeah, he was really I mean, good. Number, number number five is not a bad spot. So. Right, right. Yeah. Like imagine imagine if he stayed alive. I'm curious to see how his legacy would have panned out, to be honest. Like I think, I think he definitely would have switched back. Like, I don't think I don't feel like that would have been in him to stay in that lane for too long. Right, exactly. But the mother he had and the kind of things he's talking about. It would probably been a lot more elevated version of Snoop. A lot more successful. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because Snoop did kind of take, take the movies, kind of take that little brand of like the, the lovable. Shit, Ice Cube did it too. Ice Cube made a yeah. song called, was yeah. it? I think uh, he made a few he, songs. He didn't have to use his AK. Yeah, yeah. He was, every day he was walking around his AK. He didn't have to do and it now that he's day. Doing, ever since then, he was are we good. There, are we there yet? Yeah, no more yeah. AKs for him. No more AKs for him. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's not bad. Thanks. Tried. Number four. Yes. Number four. Sneaker culture. Wow. Sneaker culture is a sellout. Yanni. Yanni's a, a bona fide sneakerhead. He. This is like a. This is a jab. What, what, what do you mean, man? What do you, What do you mean? Any bona fide sneakerhead knows. Any any bona fide sneakerhead. Sorry. Let me paraphrase this. And put an asterisk next to it. Asterisk. Okay, 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 okay. Any bona fide sneakerhead prior to who else had a love for sneakers, who had a bona fide love for sneakers prior to, like, what's say, like 2015, understands the switch. Because the sneaker culture before 2015, for sure, for sure, I can say this, is that. Um, quick, quick, time out, time out. What yeah. do you mean by sneaker culture? Sneaker culture. Now, sneaker culture as a whole is. Um, these are like Jordans, Yeezys, Nike shoes, um, different Adidas. So is it like the people within the sneaker culture, yeah. or is it is it no, no people within the sneaker the, the, the consumers of the sneaker culture? Okay, okay, so sneakerheads. Yeah, sneakerheads. Yes, sneakerheads. Yes, yes. I have to say sneaker culture because I can't take sneakerheads to task because sneakerheads are good people. It's the hype beasts and the resellers that are watering down sneaker culture. Mm. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like we all live inside our house, and this house is originally made for. Sneakerheads and then resellers and hype beasts moved into the house. Now, a reseller is somebody who buys a shoe and resells a shoe for a hundred to two hundred uh, over two hundred percent markup. 
Double Amber, bag. Making a bag. Making a bag. <laughs> yeah. A hypebeast is somebody who only buys a shoe because this shoe is popular. Not because you like it, not because you care about the culture behind it, not because you care it's about sneakers. Symbol. It's, it's a status symbol. It's to say, I have this, symbol. you don't have this. Something They're like the it. same people that if, if oh God, how can I say this? If Skechers, which sneaker culture will never accept really? Skechers. It could be. Again, get, get Kawhi on, get Kanye West on. No. People might start accepting Skechers, bro. No. <laughs> it's possible. No. Who knows? No, no, it's not. <laughs> Who knows, man? Not the bone by, not the bone by sneaker, it's not. <laughs> but if Skechers, the ones, the big joints with the big ass soles, if those ever became cool, <laughs> I guess cool by the people that, that I guess are, I guess those things became popular. Like yeah. Kim Kardashian started wearing them and like maybe like Jason Derulo started wearing them in TikTok videos. Hype beast would go there and start wearing those things. That's because they're hype beast. Sneakerheads are people who know who Tinker Hatfield is. They know who Phil Knight is. They know the difference between a Jordan, a Jordan Air Max One, and a Jordan and, and, and a Jordan Cortez. So not doing it for status. They're doing it for the love of the, the sneaker. love of the sneaker. The love of the, the love of the sneaker. The way it looks. The way it's made. Everything behind it. Now, fast forwarding. After, before 2015, if you wanted a if you wanted a, 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 a limited sneaker, a great ass sneaker, your ass had to get up early in the morning. You had to know some of the people that worked at Foot Locker, Champs. It'd be early. But the line early. But the line waiting days. Line waiting days. Uh. Early. No people. Oh, call my spider in line. Um, <laughs> you talk to them in line. They know you. You know them. You guys are both sitting in the cold ass line. You know, saying in MOA for love. For, for love, love of sneakers. Of fucking sneakers. Yes. For the right. To buy a sneaker. Mm. Mm. The right, the opportunity. Yes. Mm. Raffles. All those things, you know? And then after, I mean, obviously it was happening before 2015. People were buying shoes online. It was been that thing. But it really, really hit a big wave. And like, the wave kind of really changed by mid-2010s. It, 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 like overnight, literally. So what happened? Was it just Instagram came through? or what? Not, what, what I, mean, I, think, I think social media really, really, social media, I want to expound on that, is that social media... Make sneaker culture accessible to people who probably wouldn't even know about sneaker culture. Right. Now, obviously, coming in from Yang, it's like, okay, Yanni, who are you to say this? Because you're probably talking about people from the suburbs. I am. <laughs> and I grew up in a suburb in Brooklyn Park. But the point being is what I really mean to say is white suburbs. Predominantly white suburbs. So you're back because white kids have sneakers. Yes, because <laughs> the, white kids, the white kids that have sneakers, they don't only just have sneakers. They never just have sneakers. That's not true. Mm. They have access to plenty of sneakers. And this brings us to my next point. So along with that, you did not have to come down to MOA and waiting lines. Mm. You didn't have to uh, uh, get tapped in with the, with, with the sneaker groups, the sneaker people of those cities and find out, okay, you wear a size 8. Okay, I wear size nine. Okay, cool. How much? How many? How many pairs they say they got? You got a man's back there. He take twenty dollars to backdoor the pairs. Okay, bet. Let me get his number. You don't have to do another groundwork. All you have to do is just take daddy and mommy's credit card, and pairs arrive to your house. I think Yanni's just really max. He hasn't got sneakers lately. Got sneakers lately? I mean, I don't know. I, I, no, I, I've say. hit. I've hit. I mean, I'm, I'm an old pro. But how's it sell out the culture? Because like, the people, the more available people buy them more. What do you? Mean? Yes. How's that? A there, it's more of in mind. That's just two things. So first of all, it's. That a lot how hype beast did. They were buying their sneakers. They were buying. They weren't going through the process that we had to go through. Hype beasts are getting other people who only do it because it's cool. Right, status seekers. Yes. Okay. So hype beasts. Hype beasts were. Um. They were, uh, you know, obviously intruding on these circles because it's cool, and, you know, and obviously 
it's cool now, so I'm gonna just intrude inside the circle and use Daddy's credit card. And I don't have to even go to these places. I should just arrive and get them, and now I can post my Instagram and and do Insta size and shit like that. Okay, cool, whatever. That's corny, but it's his own thing, whatever. The real poison of sneaker culture is when they realized with this credit card, I can buy all the pairs that are available mm. and then mark them up, mm. and then have people have to come to me. I see what you're saying face sneakers so now there's no fucking pairs or the place at the places like uh, 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 champs full like and I say there's no pairs they take there's less the, pairs the because they're market, holding yeah. more pairs in warehouses to ship them out mm. because people have bots now now what a bot is I know I'm expanding on this line this, oh, this fourth no, point is crazy no, but basically um, a bot is obviously it's um, it's a computer program that lets you check out plenty of an item immediately at a moment's notice you said what a bot a bot is a computer program that allows you to check out, like purchase plenty, like a whole bunch of an items. So just click, 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 buy, 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 buy. Yeah, that's like, the bot just... basically doing that, but all you're doing is basically just pressing start on the bot, and it will it'll order as much pairs as you want it to order. Really? The only thing you need to have is have a credit card that has that has no limit. That, that, that much? Yes. Oh, so you just put on the credit card, you pay it off later. Wow. After the markup. And then mind you, if you're, if you're, if you're holding people, never I mean if you're holding, every person who buys plenty of pairs holds people over uh, it brings people over for prices. So, so, so the, essentially, the people you have a problem with the people who has the ability to create those bots. Yes. No, not people. I mean, no. Because how do you get the bots then? How do you? Get I, mean, I mean, I mean, bots are bots are. Yes, I have a problem with people who create the bots, but I, I have more of a problem with people who who actually fucking use the bots in the community. Obviously, use the bots to hold pairs and like take pictures with them on Instagram. You, like, you, there's so many pictures. Mm. You go on Instagram, you can see that. There's so that's, like that's hype beast. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. hype beast now has become a reseller. Because like oh I got a throw I got I got a, I got like four hundred pairs and he's standing behind him, like four hundred pairs of of Dior ones. See, so you know what that means? They're about to get robbed. Hey, go ahead and post that shit out of Instagram. No, I they, that? Don't, they don't get robbed. Oh, so, oh they're in the suburbs. No justice. So Where's Robin Hood? We need them. Yeah. yeah. So they're in the suburbs. Uh, usually, people are gonna rob people when they come in town. They usually not from that neighborhood, so they you know they just don't make it to their house. Mm. So then they just sell the pairs online over StockX. So mind you, none of this stuff is face to face. They have a whole bunch of pairs stocked in their dad's garage. Then they sell the pairs on StockX, eBay, wherever. So there's never any face to face. Right, right. They're just an entity that gets to perpetuate that they're part of sneaker culture. We're never ever going downtown, going in inner cities, going in any of these. Multicultural spots that, that that yes, sneaker culture was built by black. I mean by by sneaker culture was made by people of color. It was everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. Jordans, yeah, it's yes. Jordans, yeah, yeah. So with that being said, you've never had to be in spaces that have mostly people of color, but somehow you're part of the culture. And along with that, you're now ringing people. Um, you're now you now have the option to ring people over prices like dear ones. Probably go for like MSRP was two twenty, right? StockX probably has them at like what? I don't want to even look at it. It's like probably like ten thousand dollars. What? Yes, sir. Fuck a pair of shoes. Yes. Motherfuckers tripping. Motherfuckers need a new hobby. They need something to do. If you're so to wrap up this point really quick is that it's killed. The, it's not killed the culture, but it's severely damaged it. And until we get a control of these bots, because really it's bots. Matt's right. It's really bots. But it's like bots aren't going anywhere because technology is not going anywhere. Right. What do we got to create our own bots? We have a super bot war. You, uh, what needs to happen fastest. is you need to have an anti-bot to beat that bot. <laughs> yes. But that's just going to be a game of cops and robbers because every time you need cops to, catch you somebody need to get do vision to, to defeat Ultron. Precisely. Yeah. So to wrap up this point is that basically we need we need we need better better sneaker cops. That's that's my main point because mm. the culture is dying and I am uh, yeah that's that's why people hate sneakers at but people hate that's why you see people always talk about new releases and it's like oh this is stupid bro because 
basically you try on these apps or these sites and it's sold out within five minutes. How the hell is it sold out within five minutes? For the bag. For the bag. <laughs> so yeah, I just yeah, single culture has sold out because Adidas and Nike haven't done shit to, to, to really fix it. They said they have, but they don't. They're also getting the bag. Yes, they're getting the bag. Well, a guaranteed bag, fast bag. And they love the, the re- they love the reselling culture. They love it because it makes it like oh, it's valuable. Hmm. So they don't care. So yeah, single culture has sold out. All right, on to me. On to you. All right, man. I'll tell you a story about this, this young fellow here. Oh okay. Lord, Matt's uh, Matt's prologue. I'm gonna prologue. I am, and it's gonna be long and lengthy. I already not. know who this is. Go ahead. Do you? Please go ahead. I don't think. I think I'm gonna hit you with the right hook. Anyways, there's a young man. Um, he was a newcomer into to his scene. You know what I'm saying? Uh, very passionate, very passionate man. Well spoken. You know, doing his thing. A lot of swag. Oh my God. A lot of swag. This man had. <laughs> he said, "You know what?" What? What I have that? hope for you. Okay. And I have change for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he got president. He, he actually he changed a lot of things. Hmm. He changed actually a fair lot of things. He probably done more than a lot of presidents ever had. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's left turn. Where did you think I was going? Well, not, we're not there yet, but this is good. I think I might have to just sit down and watch this. Um, he said he was going to take that Wall Street. He did. He did take that Wall Street. He made sanctions. He made so we could watch Wall Street because it was right at the recession. Right, so we can we can keep an eye on him. He did did change to get that um, LGBT rights. He helped out. You know, what I'm saying the ask no don't act don't tell um, legalize gay marriage. Right, he did a lot of things. Did a lot of things, but niggas was still broke. <laughs> niggas was still broke he in the street. He left niggas out to dry. Um, he had the most deportations in the history of uh, America. Um, I mean, he was speaking hope. He did a lot of good things. Again, when it comes to this thing of being a sellout. This is a, I love Barack Obama. Without, if, you, if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's obviously Barack Obama. It's, it's Barack. It's Hussein. Yeah, it's him. It's him. Um, but he just, he just. I think what it was is the expectations might have just been too high. Maybe we, we just thought. I guess what I'm trying to say is that what, what the downside to Barack Obama before I kind of touched this is that he didn't sell out to corporate America. He, he remained with corporate America, right? Like his wealth, Barack Obama's wealth, he got like 40 times more richer than he was at the beginning to after he got in office, which makes sense. He's probably the most popular man still. In the, in the world Probably um, People just take it People The poor people Didn't get richer Companies got richer um, He shit on Bernie Sanders Somebody's actually About hope Somebody's actually About change Like I don't know I, I think he just Kind of let us down A little bit To be honest with you I, I think uh, He definitely did He made some Empty promises And um, I, I think the biggest Part of it is that um, He his actions were super what is the word what's the word were super polite but his 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 demeanor was super comfortable that what i mean by that is, is that his 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 uh his tenure wasn't like you know it wasn't like crazy like sell out it was just kind of like oh polite like okay right. these people need rights and oh, i could see that but his his demeanor was like I'm super down for black people. I'm really gonna like really like Change plug y'all. Shit. Right, exactly. I'm really gonna plug some shit. I'm really gonna plug y'all because I know that people ain't looking over y'all. And, all and we you got, did not do that all at we got all. Was the Obama phone, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like to expand on my point because I know everyone loves Obama. I love Obama. My mom loves Obama. Everyone fucking loves Obama. What I'm trying to say is, uh, for example, the top one percent they got two thirds as rich. 
No one else got two thirds as rich. No one else. No, only they got more richer. No one else got richer during the time. Uh, remember, we went to Flip, Michigan, and started. Hey, give me a cup of water. Drink this water. Even though the water's been contaminated, still contaminated for years. Right? Drink the water. And said, mm, "This is good ass water." Even though damn well he spit the water out. After, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he spit it out, but they probably get. They didn't give him no damn Flint water. They didn't give him. He's the president of the United States. He didn't gonna poison, poison no. the water. Like for example, like, he just didn't handle shit like that. You know what I'm saying? He just went about like business as usual. That's what I'm saying. It was he, super polite. Like there's no like you. There's nothing that you can like kind of. Look at, cause he was so charismatic, very, and lovable, charismatic, like, clean. Like, like, like I think like Kevin Williams said it, said it best. This nigga was made in a lab. Yeah. Like, 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 there, like there's no like. Do you, Cat Williams said this in a stand-up. Mm. Like, it's, it's 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 like there's nothing you could do with Obama because his his whole everything you couldn't touch it. Right. Like the most thing they said is he smoked cigarettes, and went and, and wore a brown suit, an all brown suit. That's it. Yeah, I mean he, he did. Like Lyndon said, B. Johnson was fucking fucking, and Trump was. Grabbing women by the pussies, and he was fucking porn stars. And the most thing right. talk about Obama was that he smoked cigarettes while still, while still crossing the niggas on the court, and wore a brown suit. Right, exactly. So of course it's very tough for you to hold somebody to task because there's not like big shining moments where it's like, okay, this person is lacking. But along with that, his demeanor and his and the way he would talk would be like. I'm gonna plug. You. I see you. I am you. I'm gonna plug you. Right. And that never came through. Well, he he did challenge. The, he did. Probably the, one of the greatest things that happened to Marion in our lifetimes is he broke the the racial barrier for presidents. Right? Which showed that black people it was have very symbolic. Stay exactly symbolic in, in America, right? But at the same time, he didn't challenge any of those inequities. That's that's no. what the, that's what problem is. Like he got more rich. Everyone, all the rich got richer, but the poor didn't get the poor didn't get richer. The black folks didn't get richer. You know what I'm saying? Everyone else stayed the same, and everyone else got richer. He helped out the you know his whole cabinet was people from Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? It was a status quo. Um, so. Love Obama. He did a lot of great things. He changed. He changed America forever. But he is my fourth biggest sellout. Wow, this is crazy. I thought I was gonna argue with Matt, and I've been arguing with him. This yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, we're on a, we're on a test. Because how can you argue sellout? Some people are sellout. Some people are, you know, you know, we'll, we'll Number three. I got a. Um, I got my number three here, and my number three is. Uh, this is a, a great musician. Uh oh, another musician bag. Here we go. Let's get it. A legendary musician, if you will. This musician, you know, has great respect and um, great pull all around the world in different genres. This musician is valid in the streets and they're valid in the business room and in, 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 uh, in the boardroom. Can I guess? Jay Z? Yes, it's Jay Z. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, it, no, that's Jay Z. Why, why Jay Z? How's Jay Z a sellout? Jay Z's a bag getter. He's like the number one bag getter in the world. Yes, he is. And I, this is a two part thing, but it's okay. <clears throat> the first part, I'm talking about the first part because that's the one that people know the most. Jay Z was a hugely vocal supporter of Colin Kaepernick. Right. Oh. All right. Okay. 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 You know, he wore cap jersey. Did a song. He did a. He did. He, he dedicated a rendition of "Story of OJ" to Kaepernick. I'm not rich. I'm OJ. Okay. Mm. That was his. That was his bar. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you about that man, Roger Goodell. I'm gonna shout him out right now. Roger Goodell is a calculated, evilly, deviously smart man. Because whatever he told Jay-Z in that room, guys, Jay-Z to flip 
all in front of all of us, mm-hmm. in front of the black people. There was a point in time when Cap was protesting, and everybody was like, you know, if you if you if you kneel, I'm kicking off the team. It was very divided as a country. Remember Dude, that? It was tense. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, 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 any black person, any human being Which that ever kneeled. Now. Do you know how, how crazy that moment is? Is because it it's the same to think now. Because now in 2022, someone did that. No one's getting fired. Like that's how much progress it made six, but like, six years ago, whatever that happened. Bro, it's shut down. There's, what a problem. It made Bro. a lot of progress, honestly. It made a lot of progress. It made a lot of progress. Did it work? Did it work? Uh, no, 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 so? no, no. It was already going to work because at the end of the day, the league is 90%, over 90% black. Come on, we all know that. Right, right, right. I mean, we haven't right, seen right. A, we have, come on, we haven't seen a white cornerback in a minute. Okay. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah Just right. being honest. So it probably the, won't. <laughs> it probably <laughs> yeah. won't. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, what I'm really trying to say is this is that, is that the league already knew it was going to have to bend the knee uh, eventually, but these owners were like, you know, uh, you know, the Titans, the Titans owner said, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't allow this. We can't have inmates running the prison. Really? Wow. This was a quote by Bob McNair, but Bob McNair that actually. That shows you their mentality. That's precisely. That's insane. So these things they're doing they're gonna bend the knee, but they were, you know, they were they were setting their ways, although they don't come out publicly until that time. Connell was fighting them, Eric Reed was fighting them, the league, people in the league were also standing up and supporting them too. We had some Uncle Toms. Cough, cough, Marcellus Wiley. <laughs> oh, we're at Matt's house and somebody just laughed outside like they're Santa Claus, so that's, that's, just, that, that's just that's just where we're at. But um we're making we're making progress. Jay Z was a, was a vocal proponent of of, of, of the progress we're making or making um, vocal supporter of this. Man, it took like I think it was like a good three years, right? Good three years. Black artists were not fucking with the Super Bowl, fucking with the NFL. NFL wasn't fucking with them, but they're realizing that people were people were coming at their halftime shows. They're realizing that athletes that people that were losing a crowd because they were trying because the, the NFL is. Always trying to stay number one. The NFL is number one in the world, and they're trying to maintain that. So you have to keep every human, every demographic together, which they, which prior to that time they did. Black people watched it. Black people watched everybody watched NFL. It's NFL Sunday, but we're divided. People were protesting watching the NFL. People were not watching it. I used to know coworkers that were not watching it while Kaepernick was being treated like this. Yeah, they know. Not they were losing friend. numbers. Yeah, they were yeah, they were losing yeah. things. Yeah. You know. And also another thing too, white people weren't watching it too because people were people were kneeling there. I'm not gonna watch this if if they're not gonna fire this this they're not gonna fire our star receiver who happens to be black and obviously uh, 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 understands Kaepernick's plight. I don't care. He should just catch the ball and shut up. I'm not gonna watch the game. Which such is the same thing to say. Super it's, it's insane. Just, it's just racist. This is 100 just, just racist. Racist. Right. Exactly. Like they're saying the troops. They don't give a fuck about the damn troops. You know what I'm saying? You got troops die every single you, day. You don't, you don't a give a fuck. Eye. You know what I'm saying? Point being is white people ain't watching. And black people not watching. And Roger Goodell's like, the only color I care about is green, and that shit not coming in how it used to be coming in. Right. So Roger Goodell hatched a plan, and he's like, I need, I need a human being that can get me back with the black people good. I can take care of white people. I, I, you know, Roger Goodell's like, I, I, think, I got the white people. I got them. I know how to get them back. We're good. Mm. I need somebody to let, you know, to, to cool the black people off a little bit so we can kind of get back in the same house so I can get this green the way it was supposed, supposed to be. There's only one human being, that, more like he was right about, that could shepherd black people back to watching football and say, it's cool to watch football now. We're, we're good. It's Jay-Z? It was Jay-Z. Got him in the boardroom, and they made up the Rock Nation um, partnership for change. That contract hasn't been officially released, but it has been widely sourced that that contract has um, 
It has a um, it, like the, the 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 front parting face of the contract is the Rock Nation is going to help them throw events, halftime shows for Super Bowl, this and this and this because okay, Jay Z, could you help me bring some hip hop artists? Because they're all they're all they're all protesting not coming here. So can you help him bring them? And Jay Z's been doing that. But he two things happened when Jay Z was in that boardroom. He never brought, invited Colin Kaepernick to that boardroom meeting ever. Yeah. Never invited That's Eric insane. Reed there ever. Never mentioned him ever. And along with that, after the deal came out and people were, were coming at Jay Z, Eric Reed kicked him to the task. Colin was like, Bro's a snake. Um Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that one more time. Uh Colin Kaepernick like basically called him a snake. Eric mm-hmm. Reed was like like bro backdoored like he didn't even call us he never called us to the meeting we're two players who were being blackballed from the NFL because we, cause we right. were kneeling voiced out and, yes. and stepped up exactly right. literally, yeah literally never literally even called up, people yeah. who started this whole situation when people asked Jay-Z about it Jay-Z said well um, I don't I don't feel like um, like you know I, I feel like there's other ways to get this stuff done um, as far as uh, bridging lead together and making sure that you know um, we reach out to the whole world and Eric Reed's like, okay, but the ones who started this, you think we still shouldn't have a job? And Jay-Z didn't care to answer that question. Mm-hmm. But it has been widely sourced and, and widely, um, the exact contract's never been put out because obviously they're not stupid, they don't have to. Only Kanye publicizes his contracts on Twitter. Saying, I'm saying all this to say that every reporter reported that there's a part of the contract that incentivizes Jay-Z having a, 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 a pathway to ownership, an ownership oh, stake really? of an NFL team. Really? Of oh, course. You know, wow. Come on, you know Jay-Z's not, a, he's not Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's a lot of things, but he's not a dummy. Wow. Well, okay. So when you first said this, I, I criticized you in my head immediately. I was like, I don't find Jay-Z as a sellout. Because for one thing, I feel like he's made change. Like, that last, like, he, he's you know, trying to change the culture of... How do you fucking try to change the culture of the NFL with all the racist owners? But that's a good question. But we did have a black ass Super Bowl. That was nice. That was the best Super Bowl of all time. And that was only because of Rock Nation. Right. So do you think that might? I guess probably the only thing it might change is Super Bowl halftime shows. <laughs> I mean, what else, what are they doing? What what are they doing essentially? They gave four hundred thousand dollars to one predominantly black um, fund in Chicago, one in New York. Mm. Four hundred thousand dollars each, and then they signed up on a contract that Rock Nation is going to help them throw every. Anything that anything that has to do with with like an event, Rock Nation help help them throw it to make sure it's black enough. That's crazy. I mean, so NFL draft, Rock Nation is gonna have their hands on it for entertainment there. Mm. I, so I, that's it. It's just tough calling Jay Z a seller because I know like he he became an agent. He has created an agency, but again, this might be a for for money. But he created an agency to help you know the Rock Nation. No, and he has. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm, which I, to help I, I, black not, athletes. That's his I'm whole not immature. Those things are true, and those things were prior to that deal. Right. That's our boss moves. But you can't support Colin Kaepernick, get a custom jersey, right, right, and dedicate right. a rendition of Story of OJ to him, and then snake him and never invite him to the table and never even never even lobby for him to be put back in the NFL. You're right. That that is that that's, is, that's a that snake. is that is the mo- that's the point. Yeah, that's the that, that is the epitome of a if, snake. If, if, if all that other stuff besides that moment of not if, if he included Colin Kaepernick, this is a different discussion. That's what I'm saying. Hundred percent different discussion. But, but he knew that Colin Kaepernick was not gonna take anything less than Roger Goodell and uh, Roger Goodell holding it owners accountable. And Roger Goodell was in the business of I'm not holding none of them niggas accountable. Right. He didn't even say anything about Bob McNair saying the 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 that we can't have the inmates running the prison. Right. This nigga who owns the Tennessee Titans. That's crazy, man. So there's that. But yeah. Um yeah, it's Jay Z. He sold out um for a bag. For a few for a for a current bag 
and uh, and a huge bag. He's hip hop's first billionaire, so obviously. He's thinking the long game. He's thinking I want to get, I want to, I want to be one of these owners that have residual money because I own an NFL team, and he basically made a deal with the devil that is Roger Goodell that the next time an NFL team um, materializes itself as available, you should, you should, call, you should hit my phone, hit my line, yeah, yeah. hit my line. Wow, that's actually a good one. That's a good pick, Yadi. I'm not gonna lie, that's a good one. Yeah, it's better than my my next one for sure. Wow. Yes. Wow. Where wow. are we? Are we at number three? We're at number three. Definitely better than mine. All right. Uh, <laughs> mine is uh, Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan's Damn. probably made the list for the, for the most times mentioned. Cancel Joe most. Rogan? Okay, uh, he sold out for to Spotify, right? So they just made... He, he, okay, so what happened was Joe Rogan, he had the most highest-selling, of course, most popular podcast ever, right? Like, he has 11 million views. He's the podfather. Yeah, yeah, literally. Every episode has like around 11 million listeners. Yeah. And the NBA Finals in 2020 had like 6 million listeners, right? You know what I'm saying? So he has more listens per one episode than the NBA Finals. He likes to say the word nigga too much, though. That's exactly... Well, that's the thing, right, right? Uh, well, it's interesting. So so that's that's kind of ties into it, too, right? Because now he's getting canceled. He sold out He sold out to the, to the Spotify. Now he's getting canceled because it's, it's the monitoring, right? The monitoring is actions. So I don't know. What do you, what do you think about the, the Joe Rogan situation? Uh, I think that that's not a sellout date. Joe Rogan said, I'm going to say what I want to say. Spotify was like, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden... Um, niggas on black Twitter started saying, yeah. this nigga likes to say nigga a lot. I don't really like that. And so I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? He does say nigga a lot. Like, you didn't fucking know. You already knew this. But now, because black Twitter is holding you, uh, holding you accountable, which black Twitter is definitely a Good. thing. Everybody knows yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. thing. And, and now, it's like, yeah, yeah. now it's like, oh, you know what? Uh, um, he, he does say nigga a lot. And Joe, we're going to you not to do that. And Joe's like, I say nigga all the time. <laughs> I say nigga all like, the time. Y'all knew this. Y'all knew this. Y'all yeah, said yeah. I say nigga all the time. What y'all talking about? So Joe Rogan, in my mind, is not a seller. He's just a person who's too comfortable to be punched in the mouth, but he never switched up. This has been Joe Rogan. Right, right. Spotify is a seller, but I don't. Well, he, he I, I never included companies because companies are made to sell out. Well, he, okay, so he so we sold out. He got paid $100 million. It's per year. I don't know how much he gets paid, but $100 million by Spotify yeah. for his podcast, for exclusive rights to his podcast. Yeah. I mean, you're selling yourself. You're selling, selling your integrity, right? You know what I'm saying? You're selling. Now they can they can monetize. We say they cancel his episodes. He can't do shit about it. You know what I'm saying? He sold out, so he, he got the bag. But now I don't know. So it's, I know it's not as good as, as that the Jay Z one, but that is my yeah yeah. I don't think it's I don't, I don't think it's good because um, it, it's not to come at you. It's just said that Joe Rogan's still the same shit back he's been. Yeah. Like See, he, I, I like Joe. I, I don't mind. That's thing. The thing is, is, is that he has really good content. He's a really great interviewer. That's thing. I I'm, I am mature enough to separate the artists from the shitty things that they do sometimes. But the fact that Joe Rogan is ardent on on being comfortable saying these words that people are not comfortable with, like, like, like that's the thing. It's not. It's not like it's not like Joe Rogan saying like, "Well, I'm calling somebody a pussy." Like. Okay. Yeah, but, a, pussy, a pussy's a pussy. Wait, wait. Have you listened to Joe Rogan, or are you just? No, no. I've, I've listened to Joe Rogan. I have. Really? So, so he doesn't really say nigga like that. Like he says, no, no. Like, like no, converse, you know no. Obviously, like, he says nigga. But the thing is, 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 is that he has said it enough. And but every time I've seen it, it's always been with black white people. I haven't seen it said with white with black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which tells me two things: that he ain't stupid. <laughs> that he's not stupid. So you're conscious of it, but you're still doing you're still it. Still doing just to say I could do it. Like that's I could, what I'm I saying. Have, I have the right. I have the platform to say nigga, not get in trouble. Precisely. Right. Okay. okay. So that's my problem with him. But no, I mean, obviously, I've seen his interviews. He did an interview with Kanye. It was great. Yeah. I love that interview. Like the last time I watched Joe Rogan, it so was because I fuck with Kanye. You already know. So you, so you watch a specific episode, so you just watch it for the people he has out, but not yes, for, for the not. Yeah, I'm not a Joe Rogan fan, but I'm a fan of 
how he interviews because every time I've watched him, which he, which he, Joe Rogan interviews everybody. Yeah, yeah. So that's what my thing is. Like, he, though he says nigga like that, it's not. He doesn't say it in defensive context. He, I think, he talks about the word as the word nigga, like how, yes. how powerful it is. No, of you course, know what that's what I'm saying. So, but nonetheless, it's like for me, I, am I am I am I uh, protective of the word nigga? Yes. Am I protective over the word nigga in degrees? Yes, I am. Now I understand that there are some. Just to go on a quick sidebar, there are some people of color that are not black that grew around black people that say the word nigga. And that shit, they get checked. They got to get checked, right? You gotta, you gotta, I mean, you, know and you should check them, but not always. I mean, obviously, you, you go to New York and Puerto Ricans are saying it that have never even came in contact with a black person. Yeah. And it's just, that's what it is. People from a Middle Eastern country say it, and that's people what it Asia, is. Yeah, yeah, it's probably people from eight, like, <laughs> yeah, just, like yeah. Matt, Matt went to school in St. Paul. He know he knows that there's monk people who say nigga. Right, right, right. There's right. people who say nigga. So we're not, I'm not going to sit here in front like, oh, well, every person that's not black says it. No. But there is a, there's like a certain, like a thousand high degree for white people who say it that's just like, nah. Right. So with that being said, it's just like, it's just like, you know that, but then nonetheless, it's obviously still a thing. Number two. My number two? Yeah. Number two is Chris Rock. What? Yeah. Chris Rock for number two, the, the guy yeah. who got smacked. The guy who got smacked. So you say he's okay. Okay, Yadi. All right, this is going to be interesting. Yes, we we haven't had this conversation yet. So yes, this, is, this is going to be fun. You know what's funny is that I'm not even going to talk about that. I mean, I, I can get a quick synopsis of that. Chris Rock. Um. Got comfortable at the wrong time. Now, right now, two things are two things are true. Chris Rock, three things are true. Chris Rock got too comfortable with saying jokes in front of people, and to the wrong joke. What, bro? You can't hold on, blame hold on, Chris on, Rock. Hold on, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm not okay. blaming Chris Rock. All the way, I'm gonna Third, second thing is, uh, you gotta keep up with the times, my guy. Uh, you know, she talked about this. Like, if you if you like, you don't usually see black women with short hair like that. Like how low it is. You know, you know, some gotta be inside. He should. He should have known because he's black. Not she looked ugly, right? It'd be different hold if she on, were hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on, Come on, man. How are you supposed to know she has a disease? Hold That's she was probably. How okay. many? How many times have you seen black women wear their hair that low? Now I'm talking. About, I ain't talking about. I'm talking hey, about. It's a bald black no, women. No, 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 no. Hey. Hold on. I ain't, I ain't talking. About, I ain't talking about the little, the little fade joint where they do like, like, like. It's like, it's like short hair, but the hair is longer than your hair and definitely longer than my hair. I'm talking about like her hair was lower than like about as low as mine. I'm bald. Everybody knows I'm bald, bro, bro. Did you know? Did she know she had a disease before he, he asked back? Did I know? No. No. Guess what? no I don't talk, I'm not talking to Jada either. But she said it on a show. You about to say a joke about something? You should know these things, bro. This motherfucker did not know. He got he, he was having a good day at work. He was listen, like, I'm hosting this shit. He was always just talking, shooting the shit. He's a comedian, bro. He's just talking shit. Listen, that was listen. not planned. Just improvise. You know what I'm saying? I, I like understand. on this show, you just listen, say some shit. I understand. You know what I'm and the third thing here's the third thing. There's a third thing at hand. Will Smith was tired of people, people talking about him and his family. He's tired of being a joke. He's tired of being a joke. So Chris Rock was like, you know how you playing Jenga, right? <laughs> and that last piece that's gonna make shit fall down. Chris Rock was the one who touched that last piece. This is what it is. He snapped. That's more about how Chris Rock or Will Smith is in the fucked up mental space. That's what's more about. No, I agree. If you to walk and, up and do some shit like that, that's and it. I agree. And Jade has something to do with that. That's a, that's what I'm saying. I'm, that's not even the reason why I'm taking the task. I don't care about that. That's what I'm saying. How does how does he have, end up on this list? 2011. Oh, there's a video. It, it it this video it, this video is still hard to watch. You love stand up comedy. I love. Yeah, Chris Rock is my my favorite. Yeah, him, Dave Chappelle. Do you have any other ones that you love? Uh, people got canceled. Louis C.K. <laughs> All right, here we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis C.K., Jerry Seinfeld, and Chris Rock were on a show. It's like I think it's called Talking Funny or Simply Funny. Mm. It's Louis C.K. is like, you know, um, everybody knows that I'm I'm the whitest nigga in the room right now. Mm. I'm the whitest black nigga in the room, 
And you know Jay Seinfeld. I love Jay Seinfeld. He's one of my favorites. Lucy Case also another person who says nigga. That's uh, he also okay. Says All right, yeah, now yeah, you know yeah, where yeah. I'm at. Okay. going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Seinfeld's like low key. I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I'm not gonna pull out people's exact term, but Jay Seinfeld's like, uh, I don't know if you can say. That. I don't know that's for you to say. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like and like uh, Louis C.K.'s like, nah. Like ask Chris. I'm the, I'm the blackest nigga, you know. And and Chris was like, yeah, that's my nigga. Like he says nigga all the time. He's a black. He's a, he's he's definitely the most white. He's definitely the most blackest nigga I know. Mm. And I'm the whitest black nigga he knows. And Jerry Seinfeld's face is like, oh, we're in trouble. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. And for me, it's super ashy. Chris Rock, you don't don't co-sign that shit. No, no, he's no. First of all, no. Like there's like there's like varying degrees of no. And there's like sometimes like you know like sometimes like there's white people who've literally grown up around black people. Like, literally grown right, up. Right. And you know them when you see them because their mannerisms are terribly black. Like, it's like, okay, like, this is a person who grew up around them. I can understand that, I can understand that mistake happening and, like, feeling like that. Lucy is not one of them. And you're, 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 you're telling him that, like, this shit is, this shit is kosher. It's not kosher, so wait, bro. So, so what you're saying is, you, okay, if I, that's what, from my understanding. If yes. he would have done it with the cameras off, would it be cool? Or the fact that the camera on and enable that behavior to say that that's well, cool? Well, I mean, I wouldn't know. I mean, like, if, a tree, if a tree falls in the forest, and I, but, I, but that doesn't make a sound. Do I know it fell in the forest? Right, right. Basically, what I'm saying is that Louis okay. C.K. can't say the word nigga because, A, he's white. B, I can't understand because you didn't grow up around black people like that because you would tell. You usually can tell black people that grown around, grown up around black people or being around black people a lot. You can tell by their mannerisms. He's not one of them. So I don't understand the mistake of it. It's not even a mistake. It's just that I want to be able to say it. And Chris Rock said I can say it. So... I can say it. See, okay, so here's the thing. I'm not trying to come off as a, a, a person condoning white people say nigga. That's besides the point. But what I'm trying to say is, he probably they probably say that all the time amongst each other as friends. They're probably really close. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're probably really close. It's a fact. I think is it the fact that the camera's on and and it, it's which some, which now indicates which now uh, it kind of says that's okay. That so it says that's what I'm saying. That's what, I'm saying. That what makes him sell out or what, what makes him sell out? No, what makes him sell out is, is that I mean I think you proved my point even more because you're saying is that he was comfortable saying it because that's probably how they always talk, right? Right. Well, Chris Rock must be condoning it before cameras are on for a minute, right? Right, right, right. There's the problem. So you're just saying that's unacceptable behavior. That's a step right there of letting any white person say nigga. Not, anyway, not any white person. First of all, you consider this person a, a friend. You can't go checking everybody because you're gonna you're gonna spend your days all all, all days of your life angry, mad. But and still, fight. yeah, you still don't want to hang out. People call and say nigga. White people. That's what I'm you saying. To check them. Right? That's what I'm so saying. You, so so, so obviously he wasn't checked. This was, this wasn't a random person in New York saying nigga. Like you can't. Chris Rock can go fight a random white person. And say, hey, don't say nigga. I'm Chris Rock. I'm I'm the gatekeeper of this. But this is somebody you call a friend. Right, somebody right. call a, a compatriot. Somebody call a colleague. Right. And he's super comfortable saying it. Obviously, like you said on and off camera. That was for you to do, but obviously, you you wanted to make sure that you obviously you're protecting some kind of bag because I can't understand why you wouldn't have done it. Right, right, right. That's all. But yeah, I mean, do you think it makes him less black? I mean, what what is the uh, is it what's the uh... no no? I mean, I don't. I mean, Chris Rock is gonna be black. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in taking people's blackness away. That's stupid. Right. So I never believe in that. I just think that it. I think that it. The whole move was a calculated career move. Like I can't. Like I don't want to. I don't want there to be any press about me having beef with Louis C.K. at the time because I cause I checked him on some shit I should have checked him about. Right. That's all. I feel like it was a business move. But I, I'm not in the business of saying like this person's not black because they don't eat collard greens, and this person's not African because they don't eat cassava leaf. I don't. I don't do that shit. But I do believe that it's some lame ass shit that you did, Chris Rock. And I, I believe that that move was done to protect a bag. Interesting. Because at the same point in time, like I said, I can separate the artists from the super shit they do, and 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 be a, a mature adult about it. Louis C.K. had a point in time where like he was like. 
like like he was he had some years where it was like this this guy can't be stopped like this guy's the dude well, he, he definitely could be stopped just one one little masturbation <laughs> one little you know, quick, oh, that's another that's another thing. he could be that's, stopped that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying that's, 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 yo, he, he that, probably isn't the best dude yeah he probably right Louis C.K. probably isn't the best dude he probably you know that's what I'm saying he had, he, had time, he had times where he was like top three yeah, yeah. You know, where well, basically, like, he was the dude. He's like, I don't want to be Lucy. He probably thinks invincible. He probably just thinks he's an invincible person. That's what I'm saying. You know he what I'm thinks saying? he's invincible. And obviously, Chris Ross, like, this nigga thinks he's invincible and he might be invincible as far as that. So I don't I don't want to put my career at, uh, I don't want to put my career uh, um, in jeopardy and be ostracized out of some of these comedic circles that he runs. Right. To hold, him, to hold him accountable on some shit I should hold him accountable That's what I'm saying Is protect the being in the room with Jerry Seinfeld I, I hear what you're yeah, saying Yeah that's what I'm saying I hear what you're saying yeah. So he tried to protect his reputation Of being, that, being part of that crew But yes. I don't know Is he a bigger sellout Than fucking Jay-Z For the, the, the thing that you just mentioned I mean what's, what's more detrimental You know what I'm saying Definitely that Definitely that right. Definitely right. that Definitely that yeah. Alright uh, moving on uh, Speaking of detrimental Damn this is gonna get Really, really intense Alright here's my number two Black Life Matter well, let's let's have at it. You want to have at it? I'm ready. The leaders of Black Lives Matter, specifically. Dog. So, for those who don't know, Black Lives Matter, of course, it's an organization. When did it start? Trayvon Martin was it Trayvon Martin ish? I, I feel like it was. I'm gonna let Matt cook, man, because um, I think Matt thought I was going to argue this, but I'm I'm going I'm going to I'm going to be cheering Matt cooking this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the leaders of Black Lives started around Trayvon Martin, and there was a social like they it was literally for police brutality. That's what they're for. Yes. that was the mission. That the was the inception, quota. Okay. and it was it was a brilliant thing. Because it spawned, like, the slogan is beautiful. Black Lives Matter, it, it, the organization is uh, rebranding in itself. It's, uh, it's a subconscious boom in the, in the American psyche, yes. right? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and it's decentralized. So there, it, there was people all over the country yes. saying Black Lives Matter. It turned into a whole brand. It turned into something like, BL, we all know what BLM is, right? Yes. You don't have to say Black Lives Matter. You can say BLM. We all understand what it means. The leaders of Black Lives Matter recently have spent over $6 million dollars um, on a spot, man. On a spot, um, right, right up in Malibu. On a crib in Malibu. Six million dollars of one crib. They call it um, the sanctuary, or they call it they, whatever. It's six hundred. It's it's not only that. They just that's the first spot they bought. They're also looking in, into buying like a little beach house. It's all off the Caribbean's in the Bahamas, right next to where Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods live. Come on, man. Come <laughs> uh, on, so man. The spots over there, um, and so so this all happened. This 2020. So okay, so keep them protests, keep them donations rolling in, man. So let, let's slow it down, slow it down a little bit. So George Floyd's death, uh, Minneapolis, R.I.P. George Floyd, R.I.P. Yeah, um, he his death promoted 66 million dollars of revenue for Black Lives Matter in 2020, and they bought the house in October of 2020. I think it was 2021, 2022. So so soon after the death of George Floyd, they profited over this this place, and they call it. Uh, they call it the influence house where they can come together, collaborate on ideas. Well, they know motherfuckers sleep <laughs> sleeping in that mansion. But so there's there's a part of me that has a conflict with the story because a lot of it is part of partially. Okay, how much is this this negative part about it? Is it from the right wing people trying to cast a negative light on Black Lives Matter, which is which is possible. But at the same time, when you are leaders of a so said to be socialist organization, you can't be spending six million dollars on a fucking house. You know what I'm saying? There's movements. This shit you could be doing with that money. But at the same time, it brings up another good point. It's how much should philanthropists be paid? Should philanthropists get paid? Should philanthropists earn money? How much should they, how much money should he earn from trying to a save? A philanthropist should earn enough to have his fam. Wow, sorry, gender. Um, a philanthropist should earn enough money to put their family in the suburbs. That is it. So I so whatever that amount is, in every place that's not fucking California, because California has crazy prices that are that obviously anybody can say, well, this is the suburbs here. Any place that's not California and in New York, 
that's what they should be getting paid to to operate the fund, I believe. Right. If you can put your family in the suburbs and that's fine, that should be it. Nothing, not a dollar more than that. In most places, that would be like probably like, what, 70? 70, 70, 70, 70 80,000 dollars a year. <laughs> Man, I'm even cool with the flampers getting paid more. I'm cool with flampers getting paid three hundred thousand dollars a year. That's what I was saying. Like, like, go ahead, make your money because, like, in, in order to incentivize people to trade to the world, they have to be paid. Yes. Us, the smart people, the brightest minds, are going to do some shit. They're going to get paid. They're going to say, "Fuck trying to change the world." Pretty much. So you have to incentivize people to try to change the world. You are right. But when you buy six million dollars house in Malibu. Dog. Like, like, and this is just one person. There's, they have different funds. They have different, like, there's some money doing research. They have different pockets of money going all over the place. And sometimes yes. the money's just untraceable. Bro, they're, they're profiting off of this. They're, they're, they're high production companies and they're getting paid millions of dollars. It's crazy. Uh, I did a little brief research. It wasn't too deep. I wish I'd done more. But, uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're bringing in the lows, man. And, uh, they're putting it towards themselves. <laughs> they're buying a nice house and it's shit, you know? <coughs> Matthew's saying that there's a fund, there's a foundation, there's, there's a movement. That's not lining, that, that's lining their pockets and not actually doing what they said they're going to do with the money. This but what do they sound say? Uncommon. This is a tough thing, though, man. Because it's a tough thing about these schools. How, what, what level should we? What level do we get pissed off at them? What level do you say stop incentivizing yourself and put this money back? Is it a six million dollar house? Is that the level? Is it below that? What, it's it's, what, it's well below range? that. I, I, I would say is this. Listen, um, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like. There should be a situation where um, a movement like that should should make more than I would say, uh, definitely not more than six figures. I, I, I'm staunch on that, but like, I would say hundred like a hundred thousand dollars is a dog. A hundred thousand dollars? Come right, on, bro! Right, like, right, well, I don't right. understand. It's just so it comes out of human nature, like like the, the power corrupts absolutely. Like you know, and they started the whole organization. They're they're taking all the money. And the interesting thing about it is this money's coming from all over the place. But like, where's all the money going to? One particular pocket? It can't go from all these t-shirts and shit. It can't all go there, right? I don't know. I don't know the details of it like that. But the fact that it's just it's just and that's the thing. And it feels it feels like it's operating unchecked. Right. Exactly. That's what's really exactly. pissing me off. Because is, is there a way to check it? Is there a way to check it? Is there a way to check a movement like that? I feel like. Like that's IRS's job. Right. Every time niggas make a lot of bunch of money, ain't like oh, I say niggas. Yeah, I know when I say niggas. I, niggas is like everybody's niggas. When I'm saying niggas like this, right. but basically it's like anytime somebody make a bunch of bands, IRS is like, okay, how are you making that? Like, what's going on? Who paid you? Why did they pay you? Are you even worth this? Does this shit smell funny? Is this money in pesos? Dig into their ass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like. Like you know, what I'm saying like get like get into their finances. Yeah, they say figure that some shit out. They get Black Lives Matter is getting pretty close to having to be checked off from a um, um, nonprofit organization. They're getting pretty close to having to be like taken for, off that that for, tax just for the, profit. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is crazy. Like, I mean, it's, let's see, you know, well, I mean, shit, y'all not there yet already. Yeah, yeah, for real. But, but yeah, uh, obviously, um, I have my own hot takes on Black Black Lives Matter. I think the inception of it was very beautiful and and, and very very heartfelt. I feel like. Ugh, money, the money, money, better things. Money, so money corrupts a lot of people. Once people, once people see, obviously, we've seen the sellout list. We're on a sellout list. Right. Once people see that paycheck, some shit be changing. Yeah, apparently, there's a video on the internet of them like cheering champagne glasses to the anniversary of George Floyd's death. Apparently, yeah, it's wild. So. Uh, that's that. Like, like Matt said, there's a video yeah. of of y'all sh- like like toasting to a man's death. But it probably wasn't to that, but they got paid off of that. George Floyd. Really I mean, it was on the anniversary. So if it was on the anniversary, then like, I mean, y'all couldn't pick a different day. So it's definitely to that then. Right, right. And it's like, but then mind you, let it be. Let it be somebody who was. Let it be a, a different company, right? 
Right. And then it's, oh, it's tone deaf, and we're getting them canceled, and you're going to activate black Twitter. But then y'all do it so they turn a blind eye. All right, we, we can get off this topic a little bit in a little bit, but it's 10% of the profits they put towards the house. Is that 10% enough? Wait, what did you say? 10%, so they got paid $66 million from the George Floyd in 2020, and so they bought the house in, in 2022. It was $6 million. So 10% of the profits went to the house. What did that money go to? I don't know. Who knows? It probably could have gone. Who knows? Okay, that, that's so troublesome. It's ten percent. Is that, is that yeah? That's yeah. not bad. But then I don't know what the other money is going to. If the other money is going to like the, the jet skis other people, and like, yeah, exactly. And like people lining their pockets, and all of a sudden people like being millionaires overnight. Like right, right, right. Then I'm not happy about that. Right. I'm not happy. I'm fervently against that. Right. So, all right. Yeah. yeah, let's move on, man. Number one. Number one. Number one sellout. The Number biggest one. sellout of them all. Biggest sell out of them all is uh, this one's kind of hard to, to to say. It's I want to say freedom of speech, social media, freedom of speech, social media. Oh shit, Yanni's getting philosophical today. Okay, Yanni, let's hear it. Let's hear some shit. All right, in October twenty sixth, two thousand one, the U.S. enacted the U.S. Patriot Act. And that gave them expanded surveillance abilities to, of law enforcement, including tapping and domestic international phones. Gave them easier interagency communication and increased penalties for terrorism crimes. Are you out of your reading here? Well, what, what's, what's going I'm, on? I'm just I'm trying to tell you so nobody can say I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to paraphrase the law. Okay. Basically, what you is saying is once we signed off on that, niggas could do whatever as far as our, our privacy and um, and as far as our freedom of speech, because the, the U.S. Patriot Act is the bedrock for the, I, taking our information and stuff. Taking our information, but, all, but also but also um, using terrorism as a basis, as a, as a huge blanket term to say any to to, to 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 silence anybody under the under that guise. Like you know, this person's spouse, this person feels like anybody who has freckles is a piece of shit. Well, that person's just a piece of shit, and we shouldn't listen to them. Right. But now it's like we're gonna ban them, cancel them. Who gives a fuck? Let that dumbass person talk in the corner. Who cares? <laughs> but what has happened is we have seen large sweeping laws that have have seen um, the freedom of speech be kind of uh, not kind of definitely uh, more constricted. Is it on social media or just in general? On what social media, in media in general, certain books like Amazon are you're not able to buy certain books because they talk about hate. But what ends up happening is that these people end up still selling their books somewhere. Right, they make it, they glamorize it. Like, ooh, this is like, a, it makes banned. Me, right, exactly. It has that mystique to it. Like, That's yeah. what I'm saying. But the point being is that, okay, two things are going on here. You gotta, we got to talk about this as a, as a family, as a country. And as a matter of fact, I'm being philosophical in a sense. If somebody's selling a book, right, and, it has, and, and it's being bought by hella people, my nigga, like, we got to really look around. We got to look at ourselves then. If, if, there's a if there's an audience for this. For example, if I if, like for example, I'm just, I'm just I'm, like for me I, for me I like to be very very facetious so I can understand things in my mind. If I make a book right that says anybody who um, if I make a book if I make a book about me shitting and pooping on people's doorsteps, I should be able to do that and my book should be able to not sell and I should be a loser in peace. <laughs> if somebody's making a book about well anybody who has this blood or anybody who has this race is stupid. Let them make their ashy ass book. Nobody gonna buy it. They're gonna stitch it themselves. And at the end of the day, certain companies also cannot hire them. Certain companies can also not give them business too. Right. There's there's already there there already is baked in uh, um, checks and balances that have people that, that doesn't incentivize people to be these awful people. But then you doing it is like oh well see 
See, I told you they're trying to constrict everything, and at the end of the day, you gotta understand it's a it, it, they're they're um it's a you're enabling you're just you're silencing them, so you're 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 empowering them. So you're, so you're yeah, exactly you're, you're empowering them, and you're having people who don't want to even agree with them. It's like you know what. This nigga's a cuckoo. This nigga's stupid as fuck, and I don't agree with him. But he is right. Y'all do some y'all do some snake shit where you guys are basically constricting people's free speech. Because what ends up happening is this: is that that cuckoo gets silenced. He should. I mean, yes, if we're gonna silence somebody, yes, silence that person. But you know what? I don't mind them because they're stupid anyways. But then what ends up happening is that then the terms change. Then it's like, okay, Yanni's saying Yanni's saying that anybody who eats peanut anybody who eats peanut butter and jelly is an idiot. But take away your account. This is stupid. You're silenced because you know what? People who eat peanut butter and jelly do not like what you just said. Mm. So it starts there and it goes. So you're saying people have the power to to silence you? People have the power to 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 strip away freedom of speech as they see fit. Mm. Is all or nothing thing. It always has been. It cannot be. It can never be a well, this thing. I believe. I wish it could be. Why Let those you? idiots talk. They'll get punched in the mouth. They'll get ostracized. They will have no business. Let the let let the let the let the let the world as itself take care of those idiots. But you making a law that then then what ends up happening is two things end up happening. You end up proving some part of their weird psyche right that you're too much involved and you're now constricting free speech. And along with that, you also now you also now see the movement of you now moving the terms of now now we see now now we see that there's a thing where. Um, what 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 is the what is the line that 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 chooses who doesn't get to talk who doesn't who does who does get banned who doesn't get banned who, who gets to control that exactly right. who gets exactly who gets control that and what and what constitute that right. one day it's people talk one day it's people um, espousing not Nazism which is its own stupid thing and I could call them stupid and they can say I'm stupid but we'll see but at the same point in time the next day it could be Yanni said people who eat peanut and jelly is the same as a Nazi and all of a sudden I get canceled too let those idiots talk. But if you start doing that, then it never it, it, it just becomes a, a slippery slope of some appointed agency saying what's right and what's wrong, mm. who can say these things, and that's stupid. Mm. That's all. I mean, I, I disagree with you. When it, once I disagree to an extent, or yeah. a small extent. Once it comes to hurting people, like like creating a hate manifesto of saying yes. you should do this, that that inspires people to do violence. Of course, it should be minimized. I agree. But I also agree with you that whenever you start silencing people. Um, it's a slippery slope. You can't stop silencing people. But is that the Patriots Act's fault? Is who's 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 uh? No, no. I, I, the Patriot Act was was. I, I feel like that was the watershed uh, moment that really got things rolling. And of course, they've been trying to do this for years. I'm not saying the Patriot Act it started in 2001. Right. I'm saying that that was like the huge moment. It's like it's like, it's like okay, like it's, it's almost it's almost like it's, it's like this. It's like it's like I guess it's to liken it's like to sports. It's like. Yes, teams were having teams were relying on the, the three ball to win to win games and to and to be competitive in the playoffs. But it wasn't until Golden State uh, uh, mastered it and obviously had Steph Curry's like, oh well, shit, the corner three does matter. Okay, we should shoot more threes and we should shoot twos. Like that was the watershed moment in the NBA where it's like, all right, big men don't big men don't fucking matter anymore. You guys are ashy and like now we need guards who can shoot and mm-hmm. and and slash. This was the watershed moment to like, okay, like we're really gonna start moving some shit around regarding free speech and under the guise of something else. So yeah. So who's the sellout here? Is it the can who's the sellout? The the sellout here honestly, I believe the sellout is America because people originally came to America for these freedoms, correct? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest things was like, you know what? You want to hold your dictator accountable. You want to be able to say in the paper that this nigga is a bitch. 
mm. and be able to live the next day. Right, 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 right. Be able to express yourself and everything be fine. But now people can't even express themselves because I fear that they'll all right, they'll get canceled. Oh, exactly. Okay, I see what you're so the original deal of like you know like I was in this country, but, but you the know. people are choosing this though. So that's 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 the consequences. That that is a consequence that people are choosing these people to get canceled. Right. So that's itself is a consequence. It's, the same yes. as murdering or less than murdering or imprisoning yes. them. So how's that? I don't understand. That's argument. what I'm saying. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, 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 is like, for example, right? You originally came here. Maybe your family came here because back in your country, you couldn't even say that, you know, hey, I don't even think to do know how to pronounce the words on the speech you just said without dying. Right. Now, remove some generations. Now you're saying that people can't even say, people can't even disagree with you or people can't even say these awful things. And now we have to spread this free speech. Let these idiots talk. You know, a perfect example. We both, me and Matt, both went to St. Cloud. Do you remember those people that used to come in the the the, the, the area by Atwood and, and tell us that we're all going to hell because we're having premarital sex? Yeah, yeah. People would come and disagree with them all the time. Yeah, it's just a, that's a, what I'm saying. Debate battle. That is America. They were calling us harlots. I got called a harlot. I don't know if I, I don't know how what to feel about that. What's a harlot? What is it? I think it's like a whore. Let me see. A word really? harlot. Really? Called you a harlot? I got called a harlot a few times on the way to class. Really? <laughs> a, <few times. laughs> a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> By Google, the word is a prostitute. And, and and another term is a woman who has many casual sexual encounters in relationships. So I got called, I got misgendered, and I got called a prostitute. That's wild. On the way to class. I was just like, this person's not well. And I went to class. When I went my day. When I went my it day. You. Didn't let it bother you. Didn't let it, yeah. I, I, I actually only thought about it just today, just now. Mm. Just I, saying, man. I hear what you're saying. That's all. Saying. And social media's got whack because of it, too. I don't believe anybody getting bullied on social media. And I think it's wrong. I do believe that. But what, one thing that social media has been doing, and I agree with it, too, is that social media did before and will do now is people doing bogus shit to people on social media, they have been better about bullying the bully. So we right. already have the ecosystem. Before people get canceled, what do people get? They get ratioed. Oh, ha ha! You tried. You, you know, what I'm saying you tried to clown somebody, and we're not gonna go for that. We're not gonna. We're not gonna have you make fun of their um from their their affliction, their their family situation, um the fact that they're dating preference. We're not gonna have you make fun of those things and get right, away with right, it. Right, right. That's the thing is that we have the already always exactly we already always them. take care of. But isn't that, isn't that same way as cancel them in the first place? Isn't aren't these the same things? Aren't these what? the same actions, just in different ways? That's what I'm saying. But the point being is is, is, is that we as a society already chose that, right? Right. But What's happening now is that entities are choosing. Rather, it's like the government. Now, people want to say that, oh, well, 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 we run the government. Well, oh, we so all know it's like that. Twitter is too deleting. Precisely, like like Stephen. Yes, like Stephen's gate is a couch <laughs> shut down. Okay, okay. Stephen <laughs> is our friend, and if you obviously listen to this podcast, you know what Stephen we're talking about because this podcast is usually Minnesota based. Anyways, Stephen recently got his account permanently banned from Twitter. And I think what the what, what the comment was was saying that you should die. <laughs> Steven's whole Twitter footprint was eradicated because he said somebody should die. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't have died. Maybe they should. Maybe they shouldn't have died. <laughs> that's that's what I'm trying to say. We went from Nazism and, and, and swastikas to banning Steven from from saying the stupidest things that we're used to him saying Monday through Monday through Monday. And the and the and the, the, the story that broke the camel's back was Stephen saying somebody should die. Yep, this Twitter died shortly after. Sad, very sad. Yeah, it did. So that's all. If you're good with that, let me know. If that sounds okay to you, let me know. Because Stephen doesn't strike me as somebody who's on the side of the on the on the same side as Nazism. Mm-hmm. All right, just saying. All right, so my number my number one sellout. All right. 
person who who disregarded their their integrity oh my God. and their class um, to to shit on on other people. Are we doing this, Matt? No, it's actually going to be somebody who have no idea who it is. Okay, good. Okay. Um, this person is actually Ong Song Chi. Ong okay. Song Su Chi. Ong Song Su Chi. Okay, yeah. I, so I had no idea who Ong Song Su Chi was before we kind of came up with this episode. I spoke to a friend. They put me on. Ong Song Su Chi is a nonviolent freedom fighter who used to fight for democracy in the country of Myanmar. 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 Burma. Burma. Yep, it used to be Burma, but now it's Myanmar after they kind of gained independence and try to separate oh, themselves Myanmar, from the British. Okay. Yep, okay. yep. Her dad was actually a military general who kind of yeah. negotiated independence from Britain, yes. and then he was assassinated. But then she kind of became like a national hero because she was also developed their freedom fighter. And there is this this population they are segregated against. So segregated against, brutalized, right? They're they're the less they're the exploited population of that group. I can't remember what the name is. I think it's hold on, I got it pulled up here. We're Guinean people, so we're Guinean Muslims. So the Muslim people in that country, okay, we're being subjugated to. They're, they're being oppressed. The rights taken away, right? She was fighting for the people, right? They were under dictator rule. So it's the military. Literally murdering these people, okay? So she became a freedom fighter. She actually uh, encouraged the country to have a democracy, and she ran for president. She won in 1991, but the government was so corrupt, they said, no, you're not, we're not giving you any power. You're on house arrest. You thought you won. No, 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 we're putting you on house arrest. We're not giving you any power. You didn't win this election. This election's fake, and so on and so forth. But her name kind of ringed throughout the nation because she was really popular, right? Because she won the election. They know she was the rightful leader, right? Um, she takes a break from politics. She comes back a little bit. She tries to fight again, right? Because they put on, on house arrest for six years. She tries to voice opinion again, Damn. and they shut the military shut her down again. Okay, so they're like, no, we're silencing you. You put on house arrest. You're not talking. To she no just won one. two elections. And she got denied. Exactly. But the third time around, this happened recently. This happened in 2015. The third time around, the country was like the the military was like, okay, we're gonna go up some power. We'll let democracy reign because we understand there's uprisings happening. Shit's going down here. We're gonna let democracy reign so we don't lose the country. Okay, so she comes back again. She wins the third time. Okay, she so this happens 2015. She won the third time. She created rules to give herself more power, right? So she created as a president or whatever they're front press. She gave herself more power, and then she gave all the power back to the military. She gave all the power back to the military, and they are now there's a genocide happening right now in Myanmar, where 700,000 people, probably more. This is this this information I got was 2018. 700,000 people are getting murdered and being 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 literally pushed out of Myanmar. They're going all over the place to China, like the the, the world's largest refugee camp is now in Bangladesh. Because this woman, she was about the people, like she was she was ML, she was a version of MLK, she was a version of of Nelson Mandela. Yeah. And then when she when she she did her battle, she fought the fought, she she grinded against the country, the military for so long, the power at beast for so long and she got the power she gave it all back to him so instead of getting an MLK Nelson Mandela you got a, another Hitler another genocide happening did she all, gain anything out of it? money and security and they're, they're asked like the press the people are like this is a genocide happening like, they confronted to ask about it she had to act like it doesn't exist right the, the military is literally killing their Muslims in that country and they're, they're, they're it's, it's and that they, was her initial the UN has called it an <sighs> ethnic cleansing that's what they've been calling Shit. it and this is happening right now this is happening today and actually, it's actually funny because I did some smart bar research. The military arrested her again. So she gave them all the power. They did this ethnic cleansing and they arrested her. So she's now in prison again from the same military, the same people who she gave the power back to. She's the number one sellout. She's the number one sellout of all time. She's also Aung stupid. Aung Su Chi. Yeah. She's also very stupid. Wow. She got finessed. And Damn, she that's, that's sad. It's a dark fucking story, ain't it? And this is happening. This is today. This is this is happening. We're not, this is not no Syria. This is not no fucking uh, Ukraine. This is happening right now. People don't talk about it. But uh, she's my number one sellout. So shout outs to not not shout outs to you. That's pretty. That's pretty terrible. Wow. That's shitty. Yep. That's all I have to say about that. So uh, yeah. 
That, that, wow, that, that Matt ended this on a somber note. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I can't debate that, but damn, I, I'm, I feel sorry for Myanmar. As yeah, a look, look it up. Look it up. She's a, she's a Burmese. They call it Burmese people. She's a politician. So yeah, she's she's she won, actually won a Nobel Peace Prize in 1991 because she she you know she was fighting. And this is 1991, so it's 20 years ago. She won a Nobel Peace Prize for fighting for her country. All that shit's been revoked. All of her peace prizes have been revoked because she's she's done some heinous yeah. shit. Yeah. Wow, you were bad enough to get your peace prizes revoked. Yeah. And then the government military that you gave the power back to snaked you? Yeah, she, she fought for democracy and then gave democracy, handed it right back over to the original oppressors. And then they snaked you and they put you back in jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. It's happening. So um, hopefully things turn out better in uh, Myanmar, man. That's, that's pretty sad. Anyways, Yanni, uh, you want to go over the list one more time and then we can wrap this shit up? Yeah, yeah, we can go over that. Wow, that's, that's really somber, man. I'm yeah. still so, so stuck on that. Yeah, that's, yeah, there's nothing much, that's the biggest sound. That's pretty as, as bad as it gets. Like, you sell that yeah, to your country, murdering, no, the, no, the genocide, ethnic no, cleansing. I don't, I don't, I don't have, yeah, that's bigger than America. That's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah I don't, pretty, I, I don't have rebuttal to that. That's just really sad. Yeah. I'm actually kind of sadder to <laughs> hear that information. Yeah, sorry. Um, number, number five is Black Eyed Peas. Number four is Sneaker Culture, Hype Beast. Uh, really, resellers hate you guys. Um, Jay Z and that Rock Nation NFL deal inspired for change bullshit. Um, it's a backdoor deal. Jay Z's waiting for a team to be placed in his lap. Um, Chris Rock, um, I already responded on that. And uh, number one is freedom of speech and social media in America. Um, people fled countries to be able to speak freely and um, and and have their uh, have their views um, heard. Whether they're stupid, wrong, or even demented, and have it heard and not be able to not, not fear death coming from the government. Not from somebody else. Can't say somebody else won't kill you for saying the shit you're gonna say. But um now we're at a point in time where those things are being constricted. So that's my number one. Well, I feel like this is probably the most wide ranging topics. So like like off off the our list, if someone you would yes. say this is my list, no one will be able to guess what the fuck you're Without talking the title, about. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is the most wide ranging topics we have. Hell had. yeah. Um, so my my top five sellouts, um, Tupac, Barack Obama, Joe Rogan, Black Lives Matters leaders, and um Aung San Suu Kyi. So that is my top five sellouts. So it's pretty specific. You're right. Yeah. I, I would not be able to put that together. Yeah, it's looking at it without the title. Yeah, random ass collection of of people, thoughts, and crazy. ideas. But um, hopefully, yeah, thank you for sticking with us. Um, we appreciate it. And, you know, the sellouts are, are no one wants to glamorize them, but we're gonna give them the light and shiny honor of saying they are piece of shit assholes. Yes, and um, it's almost summer in Minnesota, so uh, we're gonna be getting happier. And, um, <laughs> more more positive more positive titles. For yes, our, our more podcast. positive titles for sure. We promise. Um, we love you guys. Uh, uh, I'm Yanni. And I'm Matt. And Dallas.
mic check one two one two it's a thing on um let me try to get this down to my it's my level here face level i think i'm getting lower back pain i think i sit too fucked up all the time probably so yeah i think this is good oh god yeah this is that was right the crevice that was maybe yeah, this is good. This is good. I like this. Make sure the yeah. levels are about even. I think all the knob, yeah. the twist, about the same knob, knob. Yeah, yeah. Just looking for this. Uh, oh, oh, what's that? There? Was that it there? The Lord. I feel like I got to summon the spirit of inner goodness. So did you sleep well last night? Uh, Yeah, I did, actually. It was, it was really relatively nice, you know. It's a show and pass out type of vibe, you know. Okay. How about you? Um, actually, I slept uh, not well. I was, I was, my mind's filled with conspiracy theories. Like, I, I, yeah, me and Marissa were really? making our rest next to each other, but we couldn't face each other because we know that we has to be secret. So. Oh, this is gonna be fun. It's actually this good. is gonna be really fun. Yeah. She's really into it, so she's really ready for this. Cool, man. So, yeah. Sorry, I just, I, I gotta get this thing saved. I have to get it saved, and I know it's here, and it just won't come up. I, I actually, I gotta start organizing my memes. That's another thing to I gotta do before season starts because it's gonna be tough. You looking for a meme right now? Do it really intensely, bro. What what meme are you trying to find? What is this? That you niggas in trouble um, on audio. But you know, oh 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 oh! I feel like I said like who's I said in trouble, it. Yanni. The Utah Jazz are in trouble. Mm. So Utah Jazz, Utah Jazz are in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just just get another toke of that ball there. Yeah. Just gonna just get another toke of that because it's coming. I feel like the memes coming. I've seen this part of my my my, my meme um um stronghold. Stronghold of memes? Yeah. You have to have them at the ready. See I never you know I never did that theory of stashing memes because I just feel like it'd be so hard to find. Like, cause you are, can you yeah, create well, your own folder for it? Like, are you able? Yeah, to- I have my own bookmarks, but um, you can only create a bookmark folder if you have, um, if you have what's the thing called? If you have uh, what's the thing called? What's that shit called? I don't know. No idea. Um, Twitter Blue, which is like Twitter Plus. Really? Uh, so Twitter, Twitter Plus, you can you can download. Not download, but you can like make folders for them. Really? Yeah. So they just really want the, the plus people to be, to be put on. So wait, 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 wait. Are these just blue checkmark people or are these no, just no, people no. who just, pay additional? Just a pay, I just pay additional $3. A month, huh? Yeah, just just the same as McChicken and, and a drink. Yeah. So pay you, that a month. Yeah. This dude, Clay, just says, I want the 107 and Waddle and the Allen. For what? I don't know. He said nothing. I'm not, I don't even know if I should respond to that. That's That's absurd. So yeah. that's putting the phone down. Anywho. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should, yeah. I'm just, just, yeah. Let's just, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is it. All right, good. All right, Matthew. Yeah. The Jazz are in trouble. They are in trouble. They're they're done. They are done. Oh man. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Fivolo. All right, cancel, save, draft, awesome. All right, cool. All right, let's do this. Um, I'm just going to tell Marissa, you probably should just come at like one. One, it's already one. I mean, two. Maybe like 2.30. You think so? Yeah, yeah. We might go an hour and a half. Who knows, you know. All right. 
All right, let's go. Let's do this.